Well, it's about time we did our podcast. <laughs> wow. Smash hit right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> if we can keep the energy and sort of the level of humor. Yeah. There, Around that level. I hit the sky level high. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if we can start and stay sky high like that, I think it's going to be a really good episode. Uh, for what yeah. was actually a pretty somber movie, at least for somber. me. Somber. It's heartbreakingly sad at at points, mm-hmm. but mostly a funny romantic romp, isn't it? Well, it's yeah, mostly lovely. I would say mostly the story of a man's relationship with his uh, dying father. <laughs> yeah, depending on how you look at it, who has sort of engineered a life of happiness for his son. Yeah, and this this film is the telling of that that life story mm-hmm. and there's this woman who comes along at one point but honestly she's fairly minor minor character yeah she's not yeah. even like the core tension of the film that's his sister <laughs> so you're right i guess it is there is a romantic subplot like very yeah, deep in the movie <laughs> did it make you sad you'd never seen it before I told you it was um, going to be good. Did it make me sad? Of course, yes. Um, incredibly sad. I asked Jamie, you encouraged me to watch it with my wife, Jamie. This is Tanner Green Ring talking. Yeah. This is Strange Bedfellows. Thank it's you a, for clarifying a podcast that. Yeah. that we watch romance movies. Yeah. This week we watched About Time. By Richard Curtis, of course. Yeah, and it's got someone called... Uh... Dominic. It doesn't matter. Something. Oh, I was hoping... His name is... British or Irish or something, and I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. Dom, Dom, no, Dom, no, Dom, Dom, something, Dom. I call Dom. him Dom. You guys are friends, Dom, and Rachel McAdams, and Bill Nighy. But that's not the sense you're in the middle of that was interesting to me. Bill Nighy was in the movie. Yeah, the sense you're in Harley the middle Quinn. of that was interesting to me. Yeah, Harley Quinn's in it. Was that some conversation you have with Jamie about? Because I suggested you watch it with Jamie. I was like, she's gonna like this one. She could give singles a miss. That's fine. Yeah, but um, and she said she didn't. She didn't know the film. Together. She'd never seen the okay. film. Um, okay. but she had. She heard of its reputation as being incredibly sad and wouldn't watch no, it. Oh, it's me. not. That's nonsense. That's a pile of nonsense, Jamie. It's not. And then at the end of the film, it has a sad uh, she, part in it. She spent most of the evening in her office working on her nails. Okay. Um, and then when she did come out finally towards the end of the film, um, I had my headphones in so she wouldn't have to listen to it because yeah. she would just get dragged in. Then it's not that sad, but she got dragged in anyway, just reading the subtitles okay. silently okay. in a silent living room. Okay, and saw at the very end of the film, and this is a spoiler that I guess we'll get into. Yeah, later or maybe we we're going to do the whole episode backwards because it's all about time anyway, and it's going to yeah, be a lot of time. We're Jeff and it Elmer. Backwards. It's, it's going like to be momentum. a Jeff and Elmer heavy episode this week. Big so. heavy Jeff and Elmer episode this week. So fucking strap in. But she, when he says at the end, like we're about to break some rules, his dad says to him, "Yeah," and they go. Back she had to, to excuse beach. herself because she thought because she like, was sad. She thought it was going to be a disaster. Is there anything at all I can do? Is there anything you want to do? I don't know 
is this one thing, a quick little walk. Totally against the rules, of course, but if we don't change a thing, if we're very careful, it shouldn't do any harm. It would be nice. Okay. She didn't realize like there was only a few minutes left in the film. Okay. She thought it was going to swing wildly. So she really thought this movie was going to be extremely scary. Yeah. Jamie, you really shot yourself in the foot with this one. It was really sad. I don't like to watch sad movies either. I would not watch a sad movie. I will not put on a movie that's going to be sad. I don't like it. I can't watch a movie that has an animal in it, even if the animal is okay, because I spend the whole movie worrying about what's going to happen to that. This animal. movie, so thankfully, does not have an animal in it. I'm worse. I have whatever Jamie has, but worse. Let me ask and you a I question. I can report. Let me ask you a I question. I need to finish saying this. To, I'm talking to your wife right now. I know. Jamie. She's, she's, it's falling on deaf ears. This movie is not sad. It's a fun romance. It's by the guy who did Love Actually and Notting Hill and Blackadder. It's funny and fun and cute and quirky. And yes, there are a couple of moving moments in it. Yeah, touching. But it's not sad. Touching. Touching. Anyway. And that's for everyone, too. Because I think everyone who likes these kinds of movies should watch it and not shy away from it. Though it is, there's a part where his dad does die. Yeah, his dad does die, which isn't yeah. an issue for him because he's a because, time traveler. We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Let me ask you a question. Okay. And I'll just come right out and say it, that yeah. the sort of central premise of this film, mm-hmm. the whole plot hinges on the fact that once you nut... Okay, perfect. You're sort of locked into a time stream because once you nut... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Thank you for saying it again, yeah. You're, you're, it's like a one in a million chance. When whatever sperm may arrive, arrives at the egg to fertilize it. So you're never guaranteed. If you go back too far, you're never guaranteed to get the same kid that you've had. And if you're grown really fond of a kid, that's a real bummer. I can't go back past the birth again, can I? No, I should have mentioned that. You're okay till it comes out. But the exact sperm at the exact moment got you this particular baby so if you do anything the tiniest bit different you'll you'll have a different child so every day up till yesterday is as it will always be lost just like for everyone else okay interesting tough i love you dad i've got to go and it happens to the guy in this movie yeah, it does happen. It's a central premise of this film, and it's not a coincidence that this film was written and directed by the guy who did Nutting Hill. Nutting Hill, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> My question for you then, Jack, is presumably it works with like cats nutting too. So if you went too far back... Okay, great. And they don't deal with this in the movie. They just sidestep it because I think it would be too much to handle. They sidestep the cat's nutting question. Thank yeah. You. Because if you went too uh-huh. far back before, like Princess Cutie Face, you would have born, different cats, and you then came back to the current present, it wouldn't be the same Princess Cutie Face, would it? As long as you don't butterfly affect like some random cat when you're going back. Oh, like if you the, go back and fuck is it with a their one in lives, a million. Oh yeah. Like if I, I went back in time and the thing that I was doing was trying to find Princess Cutie Face's parents and preventing them from ever meeting or something, then yeah, she wouldn't be there when I come back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I wouldn't do that because <laughs> I love I'm her saying, too much. 
that if you go back to prior to being to her being born, okay, Princess Cutie Face's dad, and stay with me here. This okay. is tough stuff. This is like this is I like I leave it. This to, is quantum stuff to Christopher Nolan and what's this guy's name? Richard Curtis. Richard Curtis. I live it to the pros, yeah. you know, because I can't handle this stuff. Yeah. But you go back in time to before Princess Cutie Faces, King Cutie Faces, night, evening with Queen Cutie Face. Yeah. That nut that he okay. busts you don't, yeah. is only a one in a million chance of being your Princess Cutie Face. It could just be a whole new sperm hitting that egg, and all of a sudden you're, you come back to the future, and you've got an entirely different cat. Yeah, but I haven't changed anything, so it's always going to be the same. Everything's one in a million. Let's leave it to the pros. I, it... Do, well, let's leave it to Jeff and Elmer, probably, because they're the guys who have to kind of police this Oh, stuff. should we excuse we ourselves? Si- do you want to do that now, or do you want to? should we briefly tell folks um, <laughs> what the movie's about? <laughs> I mean, I guess we can. It's pretty wild. Because it's not. I think for somebody who hadn't seen this film and had only listened to the first like eight minutes of this podcast, they could be excused if someone asked them what About Time is about for saying, I think it's about like cats nutting. <laughs> and they'd be wrong. It is, that. though. It doesn't even come It up. is kind of about that. Yeah. Abstractly. Okay. And let me explain yeah. how. So there's this guy. Mm. I didn't mean to get you back on the topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's this guy. He can go in the closet. His dad. It's Bill yeah, Knight. His, it's the movie. Like starts with a very relatable. Like here's my upbringing. <clears throat> I live in a like uh, private villa in the beautiful like English seaside. Oh, you and every Rotten Tomatoes reviewer. All the negative reviews were like, "This movie's so privileged." Like, okay, <laughs> fucking. Whatever. And my parents are both retired, and we live this idyllic life where yeah. um, we just sort of like hang out together all the time. Yeah. And do parties at our estate. Yeah, it's nice. And uh, frickin' Harley Quinn comes to the party. So you really get to know this guy. Oh, yeah, and Harley Quinn, yeah, is there too. Um, And this is the guy, oh, I guess this is Dramatis Musonai. Harley Quinn's in the movie. She sort of like is an early love interest of his. Yeah. Um, but look, teaches him some lessons about love. He, <laughs> yeah, by the way, is she's um, not going to sleep with him from Star Wars. He's like Kylo is Ren's he, friend in he's the Kylo Ren's sequel friend. trilogy. Okay. okay, yeah. Um, I don't sure. remember his not name. canon as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- those movies don't count to Jack. And then <laughs> who else is in the movie? Rachel McAdams, uh, Bill Nye. Rachel McAdams. It was going it, to be Zoe Deschanel, and if you'd asked me and I hadn't looked it up, I would have yeah. said it was Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> I gotta look this guy's name up. It's Rachel McAdams playing Zoe Deschanel in this movie. Um, General of the First okay, Order. This is useful. Oh, it's that guy. I don't think he's. I feel like he would feel General Hux. slighted. I think General Hux would feel slighted if he were described as Kylo Ren's friend. He's like a very high-ranking <laughs> member of the, he's the general First Order. Of the First yeah. Order the Army. Yeah, and like whether or not he's friendly with like someone else who's in like a high-ranking member of the First Order is beside the point of what he does and what his role is. And I will go to the mat defending General Hux. Well, that's why I I also felt disre- like I was disrespecting, which is why I had to stop down and look up his name. It's General Hux, and he's in okay. this movie, yeah. too. Yeah, he's in this movie. And so he's told at the beginning of the movie that he has superpowers. Yeah, his dad takes him aside. It's Bill yeah. Nighy. 
and says, hey, science it's your 21st birthday, General Hux. And Pretty funny. it's... What? Nothing. What's funny? Go ahead. Nothing. He says, it's your 21st birthday, General Hux, and the thing that can happen in our family that I have to tell you now is that the boys, all the boys, can travel back in time. Tim, my dear son, uh, the... Uh... The simple fact is the men in this family have always had the ability to, this is going to sound strange, be prepared for strangeness, get ready for spooky time, uh, but there's this family secret, and the secret is that the men in the family can travel in time. Well, more accurately, travel back in time. We can't travel into the future. This is such a weird joke. It's seriously not a joke. But the way that time travel works in our weird thing is we go into the closet. We, it has to be a dark place. We close our eyes. We clench our fists. And then we can only travel to a place on our own time stream that we've already existed in. Yeah. So it, he implies that that's only in the past. But I think you can actually travel from the past back to a future that you've already experienced. So if you go back to the past, you are allowed to oh, travel back. Oh, you can back. zip back in, into your yeah. whatever like, this the, is, the most future point is. Yeah, th that you've had. Yeah. So this is stuff that Jeff and Elmer are going to have to delve into because there may well have been some time crimes committed in this film. Oh, yeah. I mean, the this first like 20-minute sequence is essentially just like a, a montage of like what it's like to be a time guy. Like Jeff and Elmer. Yeah. What's it like? You to know, be a like time guy? learning yeah, the totally. ropes of being a time guy. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll yeah. they'll talk all about that. They'll, I think they're gonna love this stuff. Yeah. I think we can largely. They're gonna largely treat this film as like a sort of like primer, like how to be a time yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he Bill Nye's like, so what do you want to do with this power? And he's like, I basically entirely want to devote using this power to shagging Harley Quinn. And I say shagging advisedly. It's British people. And, yeah, they have her try and a then, British accent. I know she's, I think, if, Australian, Harley Quinn. Or from, when, oh, sorry, not Australian. She's from Brooklyn. She's got like a yeah. comically Brooklyn accent, I think. Yeah. Normally. Uh, yeah, and, she, and guess what? It's not going to work. She's in love with the Joker. <laughs> and if and when that fails, I'm going to spend the rest of the time uh, that I have using this power, because he does eventually kind of give it up, trying to shag someone else. <laughs> yeah, and that's well, the mission movie. accomplished on that one. Yeah, absolutely. He's so it. good at shagging Rachel McAdams <laughs> that it literally just becomes secondary about a third of the way yeah. into the movie. Yeah, it doesn't. They're like done and dusted. Now and they're like, okay, they're, the they're a happy couple now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's lock in yeah. for the uh, like the next two parts. <laughs> yeah, uh, largely focused on his sister and his and his dad. So yeah, and then he goes back in time and does some time mischief to re-meet his wife and it's very nice well it sometimes is creepy he has a meet cute with rachel mcadams that's real in a dark restaurant they go to this restaurant which i have confirmed does exist that's run by blind servers and so the restaurant is in the dark and that's kind of the gimmick but it's neat because that means he can do his time travel stuff pretty easy though i guess he doesn't <laughs> um no he doesn't but they have a meet cute yeah they well they go outside and they meet and they're like hey it's nice like let's go like he gets her number Let's I got go her number. Yeah. I got her number. How do you like them digits. apples? He says. Yeah. And then does he say that? No. But he 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 has to go back in time because his friend, who's yes. Tom, not an asshole, not Tom. What's Spider Man's name? 
Tom Holland. Hund, hit, Holland. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> he He's like a hit playwright who's sort of stuck in a creative rut, and his new play gets panned because uh, yeah. actor forgets a line. Um, so yeah. he has to go back in time and fix the play to help his friend. And doesn't realize that by and doing then, it, he's erased the the meat cute and so he has he to spend her. a little bit of time re- recreating a meat cute and then it works and they get married and then uh, there's a really sad part with his dad <laughs> well there's a really sad we'll part with his that. sister first that his sister almost dies um yeah and then are we, we will get into it well we, we can get into it let's just get into it it's so sad um but i do want to just stop down for a second and say did you, you like, you had, a, you know, whatever. I do a meandering sentence. I'm doing one right now. So I'm not accusing you. I'm just noting that you had a pretty meandering sentence. And the most of the meandering that happened yeah. appeared yeah. to be for you to get around to a secondary point that the guy who plays his friend is not played by the guy who plays Spider-Man. Would you like to share with me why you felt like you needed to say that? <laughs> I was... <laughs> We needed to talk about his friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And his friend has a name. The the actor. And the name of the actor is not and the I'll name remind of the you, actor who plays Spider Man. I'll remind you that we are still in Dramatis Personae. Okay, We've we fine. haven't left that segment yet. Okay, fine. Yeah. So I'm I'm searching for this man's name. I'm trying to give our audience Jack. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something to grab onto. Yeah. A name that they can summon in their mind, and I'm thinking, and oh, I know this. Second, My wife and I had this conversation I, last night. His name is what like I the guy. All of the actors whose name it's not, and then you started to do that, and you're like, no, that's going to take too long, <laughs> and then you moved on. <laughs> but I found it right away. His name is Tom Hollander. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is is a, is almost like Tom Holland, which is the guy who plays Spider Man. Ah, <laughs> okay, got it. Thank you. Um, so anyway, he Let's helps his play, but he unmeets his, and then his sister gets in a car accident, and then he goes back in time to fix his sister's life, and in the process, unnuts right. his daughter. Unnuts his daughter, and nuts a different baby, but it's fucked, because his daughter's like two years old. So imagine if you went yeah, back he already and loves his daughter. unnutted your it's kid, and then it's like a kid you don't recognize. Yeah. Although, that doesn't make any sense, because... The That's second he went back in time with his sister, she realized yeah. that she was in love with his best friend and like always had been. So he should have known that he had a little boy son instead of a daughter and that he had loved the son equally. Tough to say, man. And then you would Tough maybe to be say. torn to shreds having to then go like having to decide whether to go back to your three year old daughter who you left back in the old timeline right. who you love with all your yeah. heart or this new son who you also love with all your heart because it's this current yeah. timeline. Yeah, tough, tough stuff. He makes but a pretty not, quick and easy decision. He's it's like, not presented as bounce. Sad. How did everything go? Immensely satisfactory. <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh, <laughs> I want to hear all about it. Now, will you do dinner first because something I have to do before six or I'll get fired. Yeah, can't think of anything I'd love to do more. Okay, where is the most fabulous person in the world? Come to your dad and get mashed up food shoved into your mouth. Hello there, little boy. Uh. You just wait there and I'll be back in a minute.
He's just out like, of here. He goes and talks to his dad, and he's like, "Oh, you can't go back before, as you say, a, it's all about nutting. Important nut." Yeah. Um, and his dad's like, "Oh yeah, I should have told you that." And then that does play. It's into a web the sad of nut. Part. Yeah. Perfect. And I then yeah, it does play into the sad part later. Say that during this episode. So they have to fix the sister's life in a sort of a different way. Yeah. And so they can yeah. get their baby back. That's it. We've actually done real service to this movie. Uh, in describe. Yeah, I just want to make sure that there's plenty of space for Jeff and Elmer to kind of step in and. and yeah. Well, we'll bring them in. Let's just space. say, without describing in detail, that there are some very poignant moments where it turns out that his dad has known for a long time in the future that he has a, ter- a terminal illness and has spent a lot of time because he can time travel too, going back in time to have meaningful moments with the son and that dynamic and the realization between them that that is happening uh, is incredibly sad and moving and sweet and you know watch the fucking movie there's a man called uncle desmond yeah who's the sweetest man in the world yeah i love him with all my heart yeah he's very sweet but he's like very forgetful yeah is he a time traveler too okay so i went spent some time looking this up and is that why he's so forgetful? He's like very adult and he can't remember anything. And I assumed, in fact, I had seen this movie before and I falsely remembered that the reason, it turns out the reason that he's adult is that he um, has done so much time traveling that he like doesn't know what place and time he is in. But the one Reddit thread that deals with this admittedly only has one upvote and no responses. But yeah. um, apparently someone's put some thought into it, though. He's the wife. He's the wife's. Oh, so brother. he's not part of the line. So he's not in the line of. He probably time just has traveling. some sort of like degenerative. Yeah, so he's probably illness. yeah, yeah. Just oh, that's for, well, very, very sad. Very forgetful. That makes it extra sad. It's not he a was sad my, movie. Um, <laughs> do, I guess do we do we confront the thing at the end? I guess we have to because it was my tearful moment. Okay, well, I didn't realize we were doing tearful moments. How could we not? I never stopped crying for the last <laughs> half an hour of this movie. It's not sad. It's funny and sweet. I mean, there are some v- very heartbreakingly sad moments in it. But yeah. mostly it's funny and sweet and poignant. It's poignant. What's your poignant moment? That's what Uncle Desmond says when oh. I think, I don't know, remember what this guy's name is, General Hux. Yeah. When General Hux goes to their sweeping seaside estate yeah. to like you know, say goodbye to his father who has weeks to live. Uncle Desmond says that at the wedding, yeah, General Hux's wedding. At your wedding, he said he loved me. He does. I know. That was the best day of my life. So this is probably the worst. It was really sweet. So therefore, yeah, that made me sad too. Yeah. And I imagine you played the clip. It's pretty moving. Yeah, um, it and it made me cry a lot, and that's and I like that guy, and I'm um I guess I'm happy to hear that he didn't just like time party his way into like um <laughs> it's unfortunate he has like this debilitating illness, but at least yeah. it's not the cause of time partying because that's at a real least concern. it's not yeah yeah now we don't need to worry about General Hux breaking exactly. himself from time partying yeah because yeah. <laughs> he does do a lot of that. Though I will say how he got from this sort of sweet, retiring British lawyer, barrister, to being a general in the First Order. Not that hard to... <laughs> he's already like sort of uh, in the bureaucracy, you know? Yeah. In the machine. It's not... It's just sort of... Hop, skip, and a jump. Promotions, and all of a sudden he's on a Star Destroyer. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. My whole tearful moment is the very sweet relationship between Bill Nye and General Hux, and it's lovely. And they're both, because they're both time travelers, they're never aware whether an interaction that they're having with one another is the first time that they've both experienced it or one of them coming back to re-experience it or say something different. And those dynamics are really cute, especially in and around uh, them saying goodbye to each other over yeah. many years. Well, I think it's sort of implied that the father who like retired early, retired at 50 to go like spend time with his family. I think it's implied that he worked a very hard life the first time around and then realized that family was more important and went back and structured his entire children's upbringing around him being home for them and available. Nice. And the world's best father. Really nice. And then he dies. Um, let's bring in Jeff and Elmer. Okay. How does this work again? I don't remember. Um, I think we just kind of make space for them. <laughs> Do they come into <laughs> our bodies like our time stream? <laughs> Are they us? Like distant uh, relatives? I can't know. I can't know that, I guess. Maybe like in a like lineage way. Like they're like our kids, yeah. grandkids or something. Yeah. And it kind of bums me out because they're both sort of they like... both seem to be such fucking idiots. <laughs> I think maybe that's just like the general decline. <laughs> you know? By by the time they're doing their stuff. All right, let's um let's sit back in the cut and just let them come and like steal our time stream. Okay. I guess what happens to us then? Elmer, good to see you again here in this um, dark restaurant. Very good to have you here, gentlemen. I hope you enjoy your experience. Uh, Carlo will show you to your table. I did, that is you, right? Is that you, Elmer? <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, hey. Uh, I'm actually doing a silent disco over here, too. So um, <laughs> You're multitasking? I can't hear a thing. I can't hear okay. a thing you're saying. That's so I guess if you need my attention, just t- tap my hand. <laughs> you know what? what? You, <laughs> you and I both plan to go to a silent disco in our time and place, which is the time and place of the movie. What's that one called? Footloose? No. No. Um, <laughs> it's also got time, time in the cop. title. <laughs> no. What, what Superman's are you talking in it. about? Superman's in it. Fuck you. <laughs> Superman's in it. Christopher Reeve. Oh, um, back in time. No, that's where we're from. Somewhere in time. Somewhere in time. The movie Somewhere in Time. That's where we're from. Yeah, that's where we had our genesis. We witnessed Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, having um, an interesting speech directly to us. That's how we started. That's where we began. But since then, we've been traveling in time. And we were going to a silent disco, weren't we? And we thought it was a silent disco. I thought we were still there. Yeah. And I'm realizing that we Dark somehow seem to have traveled in time, and we are in a restaurant in London that is, they either, the power went out, or it's like part of the thing here. Oh, and yeah. And there's a couple God, I hope everyone's next okay. to us who are having a meet cute. Hi. Uh, hi, I'm Mary. I'm Tim. Mary's my mother's name, actually. Oh, does it suit her? Sort of. Although she's sturdy, so... Bernard might have been a better fit. <laughs> okay. Hey, are you okay? <laughs> oh, you're okay? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's okay. I think it's part Good. of the gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> is this part of the gimmick? The dark? It is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the, they said Good. the waiters are all 
vision impaired. Okay, and that's part of the gimmick. Yeah. That seems fucked up to like blind your waiters as part of the gimmick. But <laughs> Yeah, they blind I them against magic well. too. They use yeah. like uh, titanium spikes. <laughs> I think we must have been sent here for a reason. As we, folks who don't know, we're time cops. It um, took us a yeah. while to figure that we're out. Time detectives, I think. <laughs> yeah. Time detectives, and we're just uh, kind of policing the world of time travel to make sure that people aren't doing any time crimes. We're like Time Cop. Um, I don't know why Jack thinks we're from somewhere in time. We're from Time Cop. We um, <laughs> p- patrol the time, like time sphere, and we like whip motorcycles yeah. at people when we need to. Yeah, and that's cool. Uh, when it's they're really doing cool, big yeah. paradoxes, and the gentleman next to us who is General Hux from the First Order, and we don't have a problem with that. Jesus. I mean, we no. we may I mean, politically have a problem with it, but because it doesn't involve time travel, it's not in our jurisdiction. It could, because, like, well, imagine <laughs> if we, like, traveled back in time to, like, 19, like, 20 Austria, you know, and, like, yeah. we're at a blind dinner party with, like, a terrible crime against humanity. Yeah, We could okay. stop the First Order right now, is what I'm saying. You say the word, and I'll, you know, like... No one will know a thing. All we know about the First Order as it exists in time is that it was a long time ago. Oh, so he's maybe turned to leave. Like, he seems like a pretty reformed man then. I don't know. Listen, we're, So we're at dinner. <laughs> yeah. It's dark as hell. Yeah. You say the word. I'll slash this guy's throat. Oh, something just touched my elbow. That, that, okay, that wasn't me. Oh, no. Well, that just makes it worse. Let's talk about some of the time crimes we know he's committed. First okay. of all, I think he killed a baby. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Or th- like, he unnutted a baby. He unnutted at least one baby. He unnutted a baby. He sort of like at the movie ends with him. <laughs> it's the it's a movie about becoming a time guy like us. Yeah. I'm Jeff. I think or we're time I'm Elmer. We're just time guys. You're Elmer. I'm, I'm Elmer. You're Jeff, and we're time guys. And th- he's a time guy. He does time differently. Than he's a time do. guy. He like, like goes us. into a closet and goes like through his own timeline. We do it. Time cop rules. We get in a train. like civilized people (laughs) this is our fucking jobs (laughs) um but yeah so um he's a time guy too this movie's all about being a time guy and it ends with him sort of like saying the rules yeah to like living a good like time guy life good time life yeah um and his rules are all dumb it's like Go, like, live every day twice and enjoy the second day without any of the stress. I found it quite moving. Sure, it's moving if you're, like, enjoying a film. But if you're a registered yeah. time guy like no, me... No, that's not how I would do that. I don't have time for that. These rules suck. Yeah. This rule is that, like, you should go back and live the same boring day, especially the, especially the boring ones, but just try to enjoy the moments. And then he can't even keep that up. Yeah, he can't even. He's like, I don't even want. Now I'll just. I, I realize that I have a shortcut. I can do it just once. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same. <laughs> okay, so he unknighted a baby. We know that's wrong. We know that he's got the r- rules for how to be a time guy wrong. So I guess that's. With our, we, our rules are going to be a little bit more like. We're going to crack some skulls because yeah. we're time cops. Yeah. Or we're time guys. We're time or whatever cops. we are. Yeah. He may or may not be under arrest. And I guess we're time detectives. We want to see who did the crime. Who unnutted this baby? Yeah, I think you at least have to pay a fine for unnutting a baby. We show up in his living room. He's like feeding his other baby, baby formula or whatever. <laughs> we walk in out of our time trains with our time cop uniforms and we say, Who unnutted this baby? And he's talking, yeah. he says, What baby? And we say, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we already know that he would feel the love for two babies. He claims not to. Okay. (laughs) We need to do some kind of like time DNA test then. (laughs) Yeah. So that one. So I think that's a rule: no unnutting a baby. Yeah. So that's a time crime we're going to be charging him with. Here's a second one I'd like to bring to your attention. Yeah. Bill Nye says the men in our family can travel back in time. It's always been true. And then he just takes his sister back in time. <laughs> yeah, he takes his sister back in time. Apparently, you can bring anyone back in time. And so it's kind of bullshit. Like, when it's one thing if you if it's only the dudes can travel. Sarah and I had an f- interesting conversation where she watching this movie. She was like, "If you could travel back in time, you would have to tell me." And I said, "No, I I wouldn't have to, and I wouldn't." Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I would feel like that. Tell Sarah. Rule I would tell my wife. Would be, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that would have a different moral valence if it were possible for me to bring her back in time. Seems like it is. Well, I guess he does, again, he does time travel differently than us. Yeah. <laughs> I can bring my wife on the time train, no problem. She's <laughs> yeah. <needs> a ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So here's the other thing he does. Here's the, here's the first thing he does. As soon as his dad is like, go test your powers. Yeah. Like, stay out of trouble. I'm not going to give you any instructions. Just go figure yeah. it out. He goes back in time to a New Year's Eve once a few years back yeah where he missed the opportunity to kiss someone yeah so he went back to do a big kiss on someone not in a boyfriend girlfriend way just in a like this person really is a pretty girl who wanted a nice kiss and by not giving it to her it created an awkward and kind of sad moment that he wants to undo it doesn't matter um i think it's not allowed no i think that's rule number two no going back to do like time kisses no time kisses okay I mean, unless you got a really good excuse. I mean, is there someone who, I mean, who would you, if you could go back in time, kiss anyone? Yeah. Who would it be? My wife. Good answer. So what would be the point? (laughs) Yeah, you can just time kiss her now if you wanted. Well, I think now that I've established, I've laid down the law and told Sarah that if I indeed can travel back in time, I will not be telling her. I got to be really careful about other stuff I say about what I might do if I did travel back in time. Right. Right. Okay. (laughs) I guess I would go back and time kiss Abraham Lincoln. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, I guess, a rule. Okay, no time kissing. Can't unnut a baby. I'm going to say it's not a time crime to take your sister back. It's just shitty that you could have done that the whole time. Well, he unnutted a baby in the process. So, oh yeah, no, technically yeah. it was that, it's, a, a time crime. It's one of those things where it's like if you double park your car while you're robbing a bank. Yeah, it doesn't really matter that you double parked your car, given the seriousness of the other crime. So yeah, whatever. You took your sister back, but then you unnutted a baby, and that baby died. <laughs> Here's a question: Is is yeah. at the beginning of the episode we were sort of speculating on whether or not you could unnut someone else's like cat baby? Yeah, and I said by no. going far <laughs> enough back in time. Yeah. So I guess what I guess a rule, sort of like an amendment to that first rule, is you have to get permission to unnut everyone else's babies too. You, ha- if you're going to go back in time, it's a random you have chance to ask- every time someone nuts, including King Cutie Face. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going back in time this weekend. There's a chance I might unnut your cat. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. I think just to be on the safe side. <laughs> okay. So All that'll right. be like an amendment to the first rule. Yeah, you have to ask. <laughs> um, at the 49 minute, 47 second mark, he 
uses Are we still his... Jeff and Elmer? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm essentially reading this guy's... Right. This guy is like a, a living... He's in the time court now. A living testament of what not to do. Like, I'm just... I'm creating an entire, like, commandment system around this guy's failings in this movie. Yeah. Because at the 49-minute, 47-second mark, he travels in time just to um, lessen his refractory period. So he could, like, fuck again. Oh, that's how he did that. Yeah. He explains that because he, he does sexual relations with Rachel McAdams on their first. They do date. it a lot. Yeah, a lot. He keeps going back to like be better at it, and yeah. I guess I missed that and thought that he was just tireless. I guess. <laughs> no. Okay, but yeah. And I don't know if we want to create a rule around that or not. It seemed pretty in the moment when I was watching it happen. It felt a pretty. It felt pretty gross. But I guess maybe it's fine. Maybe I was just feeling jealous. I don't think that's going to be a time crime. I think also, like, it's like um, you get him on the crimes you have. I think unnutting a baby is just like he's going to be put in time prison for however long General Zod was in the phantom zone. This guy's going to be in time prison. How long was that? Not that long, actually. I don't think very long. I think he had broken out a couple of movies later. How old is um, Superman in Superman 1? In Kryptonian years or Earth years? Oh, in Kryptonian years. I guess... It's a lot. It'd be a lot. It's centuries. I guess like, yeah. Okay. So that's how long General Zod is in the Phantom Zone because he gets put in the Phantom Zone when Superman is still a baby on Krypton. Okay. So that's how long this guy's going to be in General Hux is in there? Prison. General Hux. I must have yeah. nodded off. <laughs> I don't remember anyway. that at all. Is that it? Have we discovered all the paradoxes? Yeah. I guess the last paradox is that he uses his powers to like change the results of like some kind of like LARP like cosplaying event he's going to like some LARPing event does he? he he's got this little like nerdy friend called Rory and yeah. they're like cosplayers together and they're in some kind of like oh yes cosplaying convention or like LARPing situation yeah. um, I think it's a British court <laughs> they're wearing funny wigs right? <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> this is what they do for a living he doesn't change the rules he just goes back to like enjoy the verdict more oh okay Oh, that, that, that seems fine. <laughs> okay. Seems like this guy's so really we'll like that. dumping a lot of like endorphins into his system, though. If he's just going back and living all the good parts of his life. No, that's skipping true. skipping all the bad parts. I feel like there's a strong chance that you might ruin some moments. His wife decides they're going to have a third kid, and he gets to have one last adventure with his dad. It, that means he'll never see his dad again because of the unnutting rule and then they break the rules literally they even say well let's go break the rules and he brings him back to his childhood so they can go like skip yeah. rocks on the shore yeah one last that's time. a time crime and i'm sure. there to like put beautiful. them in fucking and i'm cuffs. time crying <laughs> yeah time crying all the way to fucking penitentiary because they're fucking yeah <laughs> time crying clay. as i frog march you all the way to the time <laughs> penitentiary because that's illegal yeah. Okay, well, I think we've got this guy dead to rights. Back in, like, current time, Rachel McAdams like, where is he? It's like, he's in <laughs> yeah. fucking prison back in, like, 1982 <laughs> for time crimes. Good. Well, uh, that's it. Uh, and what a lovely meal we've been having this whole time, I think. I can't tell what it is. I think it's strawberry mousse. Oh. Do you want some? Oh, oh, yes. I may have been eating the plate. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... Wow, it's really good, yeah. And I've been really enjoyed the company of you, Jeff. Yeah. And you, too, other strangers at our table. I've got quite a lot of uh, strawberry mousse in my eye now. Yeah. And I'm sorry about all the time rule stuff. Yeah. They, they all stopped confusing. talking 
and really just focused in on the shit we were saying. I was talking pretty loudly. It sounds like we really yeah. quieted down the whole restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go, I guess. And what we, we can take a break, and then when we come back, hopefully we'll be gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And Jack and Tanner will be back. Okay. All right. See you, you. Yeah, in time. Do we live in the same hell future that Arbiter Tanner does? I think so, yeah. it's No, we live in whenever future um, Sly Stallone is in, in uh, Time Cop. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I mostly just stick to the time train. Yeah. Bye. Jack. It's us again. We're back. Wow, that was weird. So I can confirm that it felt like nothing happened. But I'm looking at the clock, and it seems like about 10 or 15 minutes have passed. It's been about 15 You and I were talking about Jeff and Elmer, and then it feels like... My wife is furious. My child is crying. I'm not sure what Elmer did while he was here. Okay. There's muddy footprints everywhere. Oh, no. (laughs) That Definitely didn't take off his shoes. I think Jeff just cleaned out the cat litter box. That's Is that their nice. currency or something? <laughs> yeah, it must be. Yeah. Um, Tanner, unfortunately, I'm going to have to send you away. Oh, no. I just got back and your wife's from... going to be Well, pissed. I guess, where were we? Nothing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell him to take off his boots. <laughs> Arbiter Tanner. Hello, Jack. It's, it's me, Arbiter nice to Tanner. see you. Those are some future. very muddy boots. What's going on in the future? I was... In the mud flats, ah. harvesting bones okay. from the um, bone reapers. That's okay. where they bring their bones. And okay. I was going out there and getting some bones <laughs> that I was going to use to make a tea that <laughs> okay. is good for virility. Ah, you know lovely. I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about about time. You're talking about time? No, we're talking about about time. A classic film starring General Hux and Harley Quinn, but not mainly okay. Harley Quinn. Rachel McAdams. Mainly. I've never seen it. We don't have that in the future. We just have Bone Reapers yeah. and their delicious tea that we use to get boners. Okay. What can I help full? you with today? Um, yeah, I've got I got to get back to the future pretty yeah. soon, mostly because I'm worried about Tanner and the Bone Reapers. <laughs> they're enough. pretty territorial out That's there really th- in really the mud thoughtful. flats. Yeah, really thoughtful. Um, Well, this is our hit segment. It's called On the One Hand, uh, and it's where we talk about the Rotten Tomatoes reviews for this film from the people. Uh, We talk about some good reviews, some middling reviews, and some bad reviews. And uh, you, Arbiter Tanner, will judge uh, who is right, who is correct, whose review is right. And I've collected a few, beginning with this segment within a segment that is also confusingly called On the One Hand, where we talk about the positive reviews of the film. And I've collected, I think, three of those. Yeah. Three of those. Uh, would you like to hear those? Maybe we should change the segment name. I'd love not to, but yeah, what? Because there's a fan, like if we follow the fantasy sort of naming convention, you know, I think we're making the Lord of the Rings mistake where it's like, oh, it's the, the series is called Lord of the Rings. It's like, no. I gotcha, yeah. It's called Fellowship of the Ring. Or it's called Lord of the Rings. And the first book is called Fellowship of the Ring. It's not called yeah. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I got it. So yeah. I think we need, what are you looking at? Is your cat doing something? Yeah, so the I'm alone in the house. Uh, my yeah. baby boy is at his daycare. They love him there. My God, they love him. Um, he's so him. cute. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, my other boy is watching Puss in Boots with Mommy. Uh, 
So I'm alone in the house, and yet the uh, door to the room that I'm in uh, keeps slowly opening and closing uh, in a way that I... Oh, that's the ghost cowboy. ...was finding quite disturbing. I think it's what yeah. happens when someone goes back and unnuts your cat. It's like a glitch, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I learned about that in Matrix Revolution. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, like, these two ghost guys. Yeah. Don't worry. That's just an unnutted cat that's still sort of, like, has residue that's causing the door to open and close. <laughs> Listen. Uh, oh, hello, lovely. Hello, my dear. Hello. Um, it's Princess Cutie Face was coming into the room is what was happening. And she took a few she took a, a, a few runs at uh, getting the door open because she's an old lady now. Listen, I do have to tell you about... We don't have time to rename this segment. Here's the first review. Five stars okay. from Anonymous, May 21st, 2022. I've always loved this movie. I've never understood the harsh criticism of the time travel logic. Of course it doesn't make sense. Time travel doesn't make sense. Avengers Endgame had a $400 million budget and that made even less sense. LOL. Why is he in why is he bringing Avengers Endgame into this? It's not what we're talking about, my guy. I think there's time travel in it. Talking about about it doesn't matter. <laughs> what relevance does it have here? I think it's relevant in the medicine. He just wants to talk about Endgame. <laughs> he like can't make it into the exclusive like Endgame review club, so he's like over here like <laughs> peddling his shit in about, about time. Okay, I thought you'd like this that. This movie one came more. out like 20 years before Endgame. Okay, fine. It looks like he's not going to be getting the big prize. Oh, this! I can't believe this movie tried to take a run at time travel. Looper couldn't figure it out. <laughs> what makes them think they could? Jumper couldn't figure it out. Jumper doesn't have time travel. What do you call it then? Isn't he traveling in space? <sighs> I don't know. It's been a while since I, I Do you want to dig in? Do you want to dig in on the Jumper sort of like world building? Look, I've said this before. I'm interested. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Never has there been such a disconnect between how much I was looking forward to a movie and how much I enjoyed a movie, as with Jumper. It sucked, and I thought it was going to be so awesome, and I'm still hurting from that. And so I've never rewatched it. I can't remember. He travels, I think he travels in space, not in time. That's what the jumping is. I don't think it's time jumping. I don't know. I'm trying to scan the page while I'm doing it. Apparently he gets something called a jump scar. It's too soon. I think I have to revisit the film. It's too soon. It's too soon to talk about Jumper. I'm still hurt. Okay. Yeah, it's got a 15% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Luz H. on April 23rd, 2022, gave this film five stars and says the following. I watched this for Artem Wing. Is that like a Gundam thing? I looked up Artem Wing. I assumed it was a person. It's a anime. <laughs> okay. So I was pretty close. Why Why is um the anime tied to uh, about That's time as far starting? as I got. That's as far as I got. They, it sounds like they liked it, and it sounds like they watched it for, as in on behalf of or on the direction of, Artem Wing. And is that a person? I it's thought you might know. Artem, well, I can tell you, actually, yeah. if you'd like to know. <laughs> I would, yeah. <laughs> Artem Wing is a character in Tears of Themis, okay. which is a sim dating game. Okay. He's one of the potential love interests in a sim dating game called Tears of Themis. He appears to be a like a salary man. He's got like a okay. little notebook and a tie. And he tells you to watch About Time. <laughs> Here's some of the tropes. He's an Oni-san, older brother, and Oji-san, mature man, older man. Okay. He's 29. Okay. He sounds great. <laughs> His birthday is April 26th. 
His height is 182 centimeters, and his blood type is A. So that's pretty much everything you need to know about Artem, Artem Wing. Wing. Okay. okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll never solve that mystery. This next review is going to require your participation. Okay. So I need you to lock in. Galvi F. gave this film five stars on July 22nd, 2017. And I'm going to need you to tell me when to stop. Tell me when you feel like you've had enough of the review. Because it is... Um, I'm trying to figure out how why okay. Artem Wing is related. To, I mean, he must like he must really enjoy the film, right? He must say that know. in the course of dating him digitally. He must say, like, oh, my favorite film is about time. That's my strongest guess, yeah. Wow, what an interesting man. What an interesting choice. Yeah. Here's this salary man. You have all these, all these expectations about what he'll like. And here yeah. he comes out to say he likes this sort of, like, odd time travel romantic comedy. Yeah. It's weird. Might be falling in love with Artem Wing. Yeah, I might be falling slightly in love with Artem Wing. Uh, are you, do you feel comfortable with the rules for this next review that I just laid down for you? I, I'm to stop you. you. Yeah, when you feel like – stop me when you feel like you've heard enough. Okay. Uh, I did From a word you? count on Stop. it. This, <laughs> it's 1,984 words. Okay, that's wordy. Yeah, so it's pretty wordy. It starts out strong. <laughs> okay. But I do need you to stop me, because I don't know... There's no, like, clear place to where to stop. Yeah. Okay. I'll, feel, I'll tell you when I've had my fill. Okay. Here's what Galvi F. says of this film. Six out of six, cup of hot chocolate. That's nice. Interesting reading system. Yeah, I like it. You know, a cup of hot chocolate is like a cozy, nice thing you have that kind of fits yeah, it's a, with... It's a six out of six. ...what the movie is. Yeah, and it's a six out of six. Okay. Six out of six cup of hot chocolate. Definitely see again. When what we see in such places and time, we don't see how special such places are until they are gone. When such places we see all the time what we hate and like. When there are other places we see all what we hate and like within time. When we don't see the place where our life changes until it happens when time makes special moments happen. When we see such places we can go, others tell us what places it is time kept secret. When such places we go, we see we can undo time to go in the past to do it differently. When we see what time we have to do, all what we wanted to do, we see such places that can take us there when it's time for others to pass down what they have ample of time doing to see it's now time to give it to others. When we see that what we know, what such places are all about others don't know. We do when we learn from our mistakes to go back in time to the same places, and then there's an okay. asterisk here. <laughs> yeah, let's hear the asterisk. Okay, you want me to just, I'll skip down to the asterisk. Yeah. Okay. When we see ourselves inadequate among ordinary, extraordinary family and friends, we begin to see how lucky we really are. When we just enjoy seeing what we like this seeing, is like and a footnote. dreading seeing, yeah, other things. When we know what we like seeing, when some things we enjoy seeing and hate seeing for other reasons, we only wish to see some things come to an end. When we don't see, it is the start of our life. When we get to see the family secret passed down. S- I guess. What, can we go back yeah. to the main paragraph and just sort of sure. skip to the end? I just want to see like where, it, how it concludes. Do you want to hear the last full sentence? Maybe the last couple. Just whatever it seems. I, I guess scan the last few and see where it logically makes sense to hop back in. Kind of where a new thought starts. A coherent new thought. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Last couple sentences. When we see time heals all that new places fills other missing places and we embark on the new time we have with those who go places using time wisely and seeing one another before time is up and we end up in those other places. 
when what extra time and places we give to those we see that they use it wisely to not make the same mistakes as we did when time is precious. Okay. And then there's the footnote. And then and how many ast- how many different do they get into like the little crosses and stuff? Well, they've done a one asterisk to signal that there is a footnote and then that footnote is signified by 24 asterisks. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> I, I think so you really like, notice it, I guess, on the page. The, t- the tonal shift from six out of six cups of hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm I'm like settling in for a pretty like charming and relatable yeah, review. But we've already wasn't. said the movie's like a, a six out of six hot chocolate. It sounds like we're eating fucking four quartets. <laughs> Sorry, that's a T.S. Eliot joke. I kept waiting for it to be like a quote and you to, to like wrap up this sort of poetic quote because you promised no. me at the beginning. You said it has a really strong start. And what I thought you meant was like after the title. Yeah. But yeah. what you meant was the title. The title. Well, there's no titles in Rotten Tomatoes review. So it starts with what might otherwise be a title. Six out of six cups of hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Um, sounds like it was probably written by an AI for some reason. I don't know why someone yeah. would do that. Oh, no. And probably... I don't know why someone's like muddying the waters of my Rotten Tomato with their, I guess, like maybe it's some kind of like art. Yeah. Get your AI art out of my Rotten Tomato reviews. Bots. It actually ends kind of cute. It's like a Beckett play. It ends with when, a new, starts a new sentence with when, and then it just ends. <laughs> <laughs> wow, lovely. Yeah. And I got to know um, Artem Wing. Yeah, got to know Artem Wing. Uh, well, I've got a few negative reviews, and then we'll just get out of here because it does seem like you need to get back to the mud flats. And I'm increasingly worried about um, Tanner. Yeah, those bone reapers will tear him to shreds. Well, and then Jamie's going to be pissed. This is a segment within a segment we like to call On the Other Hand, uh, where we talk about the negative reviews of the film. No C gives this film two stars on March 6, 2021, with the following review. So explicit, they give a message trite and less smart on my point of view. What's his point of view? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But I do feel like... Wait, read it again? (laughs) So explicit, they give a message trite and less smart on my point of view. (laughs) I really want to know more about his point of view. (laughs) I I, want to know more about his point of view, too. And I do think that whatever it is, it is probably thought to be smart, but is undermined by the way that he has written it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well and not included it too yeah because <laughs> apparently there's no word limit yeah yeah there's no there is a word limit unless that's where galvi wanted to end it on that beginning of that sentence with when <laughs> <laughs> i think so i think it was a statement do you think rotten tomatoes was designed to be like twitter they were like we'll do something it's like twitter but it's a th- 1984 words and no one ever really tested it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly people just kept using it for movie reviews. Yeah. Like, All right. All right. Ethan O gives this film 1.5 stars on October 22nd, 2019, and he says, obligatory. If I had the power to control time, do you want to complete it? Um, Yeah, I guess he would probably either do, like, go back to do a kiss on somebody, or he would go <laughs> back to, like... Unnut a cat. Unnut a baby. Or a <laughs> no. cat. Yeah. I would go back and not or watch. like, th- nut again even faster. Yeah. Oh, not watch this movie. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I guess that would be a paradox then, though. Kind of. Because we wouldn't be. <laughs> he didn't do it. He must not have done it because here we are reading the review. It's a kind of unclear whether you can go back and just, like, stay somewhere. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could. It's unclear. I think that. From our point of view, General Hux is always going back in time and then 
coming back to the present of the film. Let's say, so at the dramatic conclusion of the film is he goes back in time with his dad yeah. to be a kid again and his dad a younger man and they like play on the Skip beach Skip stones on afternoon. the beach, yeah. And did Before his daughter is yes. born and he can never see it. Yeah, of course I cried. <laughs> Fucking, what am I, made out of stone? <laughs> um, if, let's say, yeah. Jeff and Elmer were there to arrest them for time crimes. because It's making me sad that. now. I just got really sad. Would, can would I Rachel it? McAdams ever see her husband again? Yeah, that's the question. And that's tied into what's making me sad. I've just like kind of realized that like, I mean, I, I guess I realized it before, but it's like the full force of it has hit me. Like Bill Nye can still go back and see his son on his time stream, but he'll never yeah. be able to see the son that he just saw for the last time because that person will never go back and see him again. He'll never see his son after the age of 24 or whatever. And that just made me really sad because Bill Nye now knows that. And maybe that will make him stop time traveling and just accept his fate. I think that's what he's done. He must have done. I think I think that's what he's gone back and done. Yeah. That's fucked. <sighs> really bakes your noodles. We got we to gotta really leave it to the pros here. Yeah. Um, whoever wrote Jumper, whoever yeah. wrote uh, this, and Christopher Nolan... Yeah. Did the guy who directed this write this too? Yeah, it's Richard Curtis, man. I did not realize he had done Black Adder and Mr. Bean. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did Black he write Adder, um, Mr. Bean, Notting Hill, and Notting and Notting Hill, Love Actually too, Notting Hill, <laughs> and Love Actually. Yeah. Is there any way we can make Love Actually into something like? I've tried. Gross. Don't worry. Trust me, I've tried. Okay. I've tried to do it in the background of my brain f- for this whole podcast, and it's not happening. So yeah, okay. I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even going to engage on it. I'm just going to yeah. let it go by. That's it. That's it. I had another piece of shit review, and I don't want to hear from people who didn't like this movie. No, it's a fucking great movie. Yeah. And I, I'm going to excuse Arbiter Tanner back to the future now. And I can't believe how, how muddy. The, he he chooses the every positive review. Yeah, all the positive, because including Galvi. this movie's really good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And it's going to make you cry. And it's yeah. incredibly sad, despite what Jack says. It's beautiful and it's not. And even sad, Jack was sad. almost just getting t- torn up. On I did. The show, I genuinely. I like thinking it, about how sad it is that his father never gets to see him again. It like hit me. It just hit me in a different way. Like the the manner in which, like his father, because I was like, oh, I'm comforted because his father will be able to see him again anyway, because he'll just be able to travel back and see like his kid. But it's sad thinking that you won't be able to see the grown growing up version of your kid. That's or what your dying kids. is. <laughs> Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> this is the first time you've ever had to confront death. It's happening live on tape. <laughs> I think that's what having kids is, man. Having kids is all about confronting death. We don't have time to get into that. <laughs> but also defying it, because now our lineage lives on. Now we I can just comfortably so. die. Yeah. Go like rest in our catacombs yeah. until <laughs> Valhalla. <laughs> that's beautiful. All right, Arbiter Tanner, I'll let you go. I hope Tanner's okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Tanner, welcome back. I hope Arbor Tanner didn't get any mud on your floor. I don't know. There's already so much fucking mud from Elmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's all these fucking little crabs everywhere. <laughs> I hope you didn't bring back any bone reapers. <laughs> Jamie's going to be furious. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I should say, I just feel like I need to say that early on in the movie, uh, Bill Nye is reading Our Game by... Um, John Le Carey sitting on the beach 
And yeah, he so says it's a spy novel. It's one of the best Lacari books. I fucking love it. And it absolutely fits with what he said. There's like a preamble where he's like, For me, it's books, books, books. I've read everything a man could wish to twice, Dickens three times. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he's read everything. I go back in time to read. And it's like kind of a nice note that like he's reading like a deep cut Lacari because it's, it's a good one. Yeah. But like it's it's exactly the sort of thing you would be reading if you spent all your time going back in time to a quiet place to have a nice read. And it's a good yeah. book. I recommend it. Everybody read our game. It's one of the better Lacaries, and they're all good. Okay, take that recommendation from Jack and <laughs> stick it up your butt. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> We're gonna go. <laughs> there's tattoo. Is there tat? There's tattoo in this one. They play tattoo there? at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it feels it feels it's got a real energy to it. It feels like a two thousand sort of like what was this thirteen? Twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that that's kind of if nothing else. That's something else Jamie missed out on. Run it to my head. Run it to my head. Oh yeah, yeah I should have called her down for that, or I should have yeah. I should have pulled out my headphones. Yeah, and like Damn listen it. to this. <laughs> <laughs> Your nails could wait. <laughs> Um, we're going to go. I'd like to thank you very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank uh, the Baby Nation for uh, very much for bearing with us. We do love and kiss you all the time. And I would like to say that this week we... Oh, you know what? Subscribe to our Patreon. Please, for God's sake. Please. Patreon.com please. slash BSCC podcast. Um, and rate and review our show. This week we watched a movie. The movie we watched was called About Time. And... Oh, fuck. About Time. <laughs> well, we should say next week... I think we're releasing this... For New Year's. I challenge you. So that means that next week we really are either watching Bridget Jones's Diary. <laughs> There's been some time traveling that our listeners. Why are we done. watching this? Oh, this it, it does really. It takes place on New Year's. It centers around New Year's. So we're releasing yeah, it maybe. as a so New this Year's. This is our New Year's movie. So I guess we're watching Bridget Jones's Diary finally next yeah. week. I may have to rewatch it just so I can engage with our listeners about it because it's been so long <laughs> since we actually read and recorded about Bridget Jones's diary. Yeah. And like there's going to be like a bunch of episodes coming up, I think, where we're going to promise that we're going to be watching Bridget Jones's diary next, but like we'll have already watched it. It, it bakes your noodle because we moved a lot of things around. So after Bridget Jones's diary, we were going to need a movie. After Bridget Jones's diary, right? we're watching singles. <laughs> But then right. you and I will need a movie, so we'll pick that now. And I've got some, I've got some suggestions for you because yeah. I feel like we had a lot of fun recently with a film called Bad Luck Chuck. So Good I'm going to just kind of Google movies like Good, Good Luck, Luck Chuck. Chuck. That sucks. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Here are your options. Great. Please don't make me watch Shallow Hell. <laughs> Something called He's Just Not That Into You. Please don't make me watch I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you your options if you'll just quiet down and listen. These are all from If You Like Good Luck Chuck. <laughs> so your options are 27 Dresses, He's Just Not That Into You, or The Heartbreak Kid. 27 Dresses is kind of good. You've seen it? Yeah. Okay, I, let's watch it. I choose that. I've never seen it. Okay. Okay. I don't remember it being Catherine great. Hagel. Yeah. 27 well, Dresses. Well, we'll find out next week. Yeah. Well, okay, we. great. 
Next week, we're watching 27 Dresses. What a weird way of picking a movie from all the potential wonderful romance know, movies right? that live out there. Don't worry, guys. It'll be my turn next week, and I'll pick something we all like. Actually, I think people probably like 27 Dresses. It's fine. All yeah, that remains is for me to say that this week, I back. have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope you find your Nuttily Ever After. We might be childhood friends and I might drag you down the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kids will like it all in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Be very.